Hello. Okay. I'm just going to introduce myself. And we are going. Yes. Here we go. I am Simple Joe. I have with me. Uh, Mike Boone. Bike Bike Moon, I thought. Well, Bike Moon is just my Instagram handle. Is Instagram. Mike Boone, but B and the M switched. Right. Uh, yeah. He's just trying to trick everyone. Yeah. I got it. He's trying to play games. No, it's so I can hide all of my stuff that I do on social media from my parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, wait. I can't find this guy. Yeah. Where? <laughs> and nobody has this. Okay. If there is something that I haven't thought of, no one... Like, I hope that nobody... Like, I try to... Even, like, on stuff that I don't use, like, mm-hmm. I make Bike Moon everything. Okay. Because it's like nobody has it yet, and I can get it on, like, everything. So... Hopefully no one steals it ever. There you go. Because if I ever get like maybe like the smallest bit of famous, I want Bike Moon brand everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was really surprised when I when I did uh, Simple Joe, the Simple Joe Show dot com was yeah. not taken. And I was, oh, shit. I, I was really surprised. I thought I was going to have to put numbers after it. Yeah. And I'm um, the gorilla like weird shit, you know, so that it'll it'll work. But no, no one had it. But yes, uh, I am underscore Simple Joe underscore. You can find all of the latest episodes on my Instagram. And usually, the exception was last weekend. I did not have a episode uh, recorded for that weekend, but this weekend we're on and we're hitting it. I got I got one today, and then I got another one later. So I'm just trying to figure out. I'm I'm probably gonna upload yours on Monday. I'll upload the next guest on Tuesday. So that's that. Check out thesimplejoeshow.com for right now. The archive episodes are all up there. So. Before I go ahead and uh, charge you guys for all those old older episodes, they're up there for free. Yeah. So take advantage of it. They are there are some blogs on there as well, mm. so you can read up on bullshit that I find interesting. And also, also, Simple Joe eats. I took a trip to Detroit and a little video on that. So without fun sounds with, yes, lovely. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. All the latest stuff I've been working on. So. Without any further ado, we're going to get started with this show. Um, I kind of found this slightly interesting. Uh, I, as of right now, I'm dressed pretty much from head to toe in Michigan stuff. Yeah. They have a bye week this week, so no stress. I can just kind of flip flip on whoever I want to watch and just kind of watch watch and, and graze and, and not be all stressed out and tense and have to drink and all that other stuff. So... I do also have a beard, a very Grizzly Adams type beard, um, and the, uh, the the idea of hair is is kind of amazed. It kind of uh, uh, amazed me for a second because as of right now, I am not going to shave until they lose. Mm-hmm. Once they lose, I can shave it. Yeah, I can go back to the until U of M loses until yeah. until the Michigan football loses. Yeah. Then I, I will continue to keep it. So hopefully. If all goes according to plan, I'll keep it till January. Mm. So we'll see, or not January. Uh, January first, November. Okay, like like mid November. Oh, they have staying for the bowl games. Also, I yeah. know nothing about sports. Well, you so just, I'm hanging so hard right yeah. now. But. Well, you just brought up uh, yeah. bowl games, and yeah. I'm like, okay, he kind of knows a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like really proud of myself when you said January. I was like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's what ruins all of like the Christmas vacation things with all my friends. That's true. That all is they true. Want to do is watch fucking sports all the time. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was also watching the World Series, and a lot of those guys, especially there's a there's a pitcher, I believe, he he's got a huge beard. So they grow their their facial hair out as good luck. 
yeah. for the playoffs. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. And and I and also I'm a truck driver, so mm-hmm. the the whole truck driver look corresponding with my beard yeah. also also is is a good look and and everyone kind of that know. how you get like respect at the local diners <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> no it, it i mean it really doesn't matter that that's the weird part once it, there's all these stereotypes there's all these different things that that you think of as a truck driver yeah. and honestly they're just normal regular everyday guys that you'd never think there's not like a guy at the diner that stopped whatever on i-90 whatever and he just got a beard down to like his belly button, and everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. this is our, this is like the king of the truck drivers." Right, right, right. He's got seven million miles. The guy, yeah. the, the the guy is is just he's been driving since the '60s, yeah. since they started truck driving. You know, like they. Oh, I was around when the when uh, interstate was finally being created. <laughs> How fucking old are you, dude? Like, <laughs> he like sits down, and everybody just like gathers around him for a story. Right, like. right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like like it's a campfire. Yeah. yeah no, there are some guys out there that that have just an insane amount of miles. So in a seven year span, you're you're usually if you're if you're rolling good and you're working pretty much Monday through Friday mm-hmm. on a on a normal basis, you should pick up seven or uh, in seven years to eight years, you should pick up a million miles mm-hmm. under your belt. There was a guy when I worked at my first place, he had uh, he had seven million miles. And it was just, it, it was absolutely insane. Like, what, why do you, what keeps that going? You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it seems like such a boring thing. Like what? Okay. So, uh, there's a local comedian, Genevieve Clinton. Do you okay. know who she is? Uh, maybe. She's tall. She's beautiful. She's okay. awesome. Um, but she's hilarious. Uh, she is a, she was a truck driver. And that's how she started, like, writing her bits and shit. Okay. And she would just say, like, the whole time, like, I'd be rapping, I'd be writing bits. She, like, met somebody on the road, and then he would, like, take her around to open mics and stuff. Right. And that's, like, what she did as a truck driver. Like, what the hell do you do to not go crazy? Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I uh, I try to laugh my ass off as much as I okay. can. Yeah. And I can tell when I'm not really into it. Like, when I'm kind of hungover, yeah. it's not the best atmosphere i guess you could say you just kind of have to push through and just get through it and get there and then once that day's over all right next day you'll be fresh and new yeah i feel like that's uh because i was a i'm a research scientist and so like there's definitely like i listen to podcasts all day Mm -hmm. or whatever and there's definitely like some days where like i don't want to listen to fucking anything and i definitely don't want to do my work and you're just sitting there you're like what the hell do i do now right 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 (laughs) and then if you're hungover or whatever overly tired like, sometimes it's great, because then you're just like, oh, I get to sit and read all day. Mm-hmm. Dope. <laughs> and then other times you're like, I want nothing else. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to throw up. I'm not sure if I'm going to shit my pants or pass out. Like, something's going to happen, and I'm terrified. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just yeah. get me home. Just got to kind of push through it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and that and that's what I was talking about uh, uh, to my buddy yesterday about what is actually work. And I would say eight hours out of my day, because I usually work a 10 to a 10 and a half hour, 11 hour day, right around yeah. there. If I could work an eight-hour day every day, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Mm. It's those like three hours, those two hours at like after the eight hours where you're just grinding. You're just trying yeah. to get there. You're just trying to uh, uh, just kind of kind of go crazy. Go to different rest areas. Walk around there. Okay, I've done this. Okay, at this rest area, I'm mm. gonna do this and drink and 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 ha- have a cup of water. Whatever it is, you yeah. know, just just to get on. But yeah, no, I I definitely see that. Yeah, where where you could just you just got to grind. That's yeah, what it is. I was uh, 
there was a bunch of like younger engineers and people after college. They're like, so what do like normally like they get their job and they're all happy and they're like ready and they're working their eight hours or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like a month in, they're like, I don't know what to do when I get home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, I don't have college anymore. I don't have any friends. I was like, yeah, true. Mm -hmm. I was like, yep. I'm like, are you debating whether or not to just like go to bed or like watch Netflix or like jerk off and then go to bed? <laughs> like, it's like right. all of these things. There's like no actual like I was like, you got to join hobby. <laughs> like as soon as you get a job, I was like immediately join a hobby if or find a relationship or do something that will take up like that little bit those four hours after work right right so that like you're not just like yeah watching netflix jerking off and going to bed every night it's like right right it yeah. sounds fun but then after like after like six months you're like wow i really wasted all of my time yeah yeah what like what am i actually getting done yeah <laughs> or i i always tell people that uh need to get kind of their thoughts in order and they need something to do at the end of their workday. Write everything down, yeah. or or just like write what you thought was interesting throughout the day. Yeah, and then and then reflect on that, and then you you think, wow, I filled up a, an entire page, two pages, mm. and I just kept writing. I just kept going. I just went on rants and different tangents and yeah. here and there, and wow, I actually did do a lot, uh, you know, throughout the mm. day that I didn't even realize. Or so. Or do what most comedians do is go up on stage and bitch in front of two or three people that didn't realize that it was comedy night. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's Classic. True. Yeah. Oh, this is a Chinese diner? Oh, oh perfect. Strange. Okay. Awesome. Dude, anybody who ever puts up I like I love and people like will get really defensive about it. They're like, Yeah, well comedy should be everywhere. Mm -hmm. But dude, have you watched a bunch of shows where it's like three people, like one doesn't speak English, like <laughs> the other two are on a date? And you're just like listening. You're just watching a comedian tell stories to two actual people, and the rest of the people in the room are comics. It's mm -hmm. just like, oh boy, maybe this show shouldn't be. <laughs> right? No, no, I I have heard that because, as you guys know, I'm not a comic at all. Yeah. Uh, but from what I've heard, it's it's not the. And we're back with the <laughs> Joe Show. Hello. What's up, listeners, ladies and gentlemen? Hello. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now we're good. Oh, here okay. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. Yeah. But from what I've heard, it's not the big crowd of people because that's what that, that's what uh, comics like is is to see the interaction with people. Yeah. It's it's the two people that are that are just sitting there, and you have to stare at those people, and and like you said, sometimes they might not even know the language, and yeah. you have to somehow. Well, just make up i don't even know yeah it's yeah. just really confusing i think it's like well there's definitely like different it all depends on what you're working on because like there's different like levels of like working on things in comedy whereas sometimes you're working on like just getting your punchlines directly sometimes you're working on new jokes sometimes you're working on your energy all of these things and it all depends on like what the crowd is like whether it's going to be a good environment to work on because mm -hmm. there's just been times where like you're working on punchlines, and all of a sudden you drunk, knock like a drunk person off their stool from laughter, and you're like, "Yeah, I did it!" Right, right. right. <laughs> and then there's other times where like a drunk person is just yelling at you because you made some joke that called your grandma a bitch or something, <laughs> and then he's just like, "How dare you!" And right. I'm like, "You're drunk on a Monday. Yeah, <laughs> it's one thirty. It's like go to bed, yeah. dude." <laughs> yeah, you should not be up right now. Yeah, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You're blaming it on me? No, dude. I think you got more problems. Yeah. And you just... don't even know my grandma. <laughs> I mean, I love her, but she's sometimes a nightmare. Like, right. It's fine. Right, right, right. Yeah. From what uh, Bobby Kelly was saying, he he's like. uh 
the the biggest compliment that I can get is nonstop laughter. Yeah. If you were to say that to a comic, and you just say, "Wow, your show was great," I had I had nonstop laughs. Yeah. That is the number. I guess from what he said, because you're constantly getting that, and yeah. comics are attention freaks, and they they need that constant. Yeah. I feel like yeah that or like sometimes even just because sometimes you're well nonstop laughter would be the best thing ever but when you don't have that and you're not around people who are like your crowd just like silence is dope too like when people are really quiet right because it's like they're listening or whatever versus like we were at a show the other day that was like this bar in Detroit went away for two years and came back and so it was like their opening thing. And there was just a billion people there, and nobody listened to any of the comics. Yeah. And they booked, like, all the bangers from Detroit, like, all the best comics from Detroit. And it was silent. <laughs> I mean, it was just, like, no laughter, no nothing. It was just all background talking. It was horrible. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah, It from, from what I've heard, from what I'm learning, is that the silence is almost better than uh, – it's not better than, but it's equal to – what you what you're saying so it's yeah. all timing it's all what, yeah. like uh mike jeter great yeah. example great comic i i really enjoyed his set but he uh he just tells funny stories it's not yeah. really punchline 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 setup yeah. punchline punch set, setup it's more like this grand story of what he has to say yeah and it in it i mean it it, it makes it a well, really he's also cool a show lov- he's also a lovable man i mean you just look at mike jeter and you're just like give me a hug baby right right yeah <laughs> you're just like yeah <laughs> right, it's right. Like, you're such a cool guy yeah 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 he's sometimes just, the, the white beard yeah. like a, a black guy with a white beard is just it kind of shocks you for a second and you're like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> everybody ages dude that's true yeah yeah uh but yeah, no, but he's just like a sweet guy. And I think like his stories are kind of uh, especially like evolving to be like more family based and that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's a special Detroit comic for sure. So what are your goals throughout comedy? Um, Right. As of right now. So as of right now, I uh, I run my own show already. I was looking for uh, something where I kept seeing posters of all white dudes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's put together a poster of like. Or let's like make this show half men, half women, including all spectrums of gender, sexuality, uh, color, um, everything. So that it's like a really diverse crowd so that everybody can at some point feel represented and that sort of thing. And that we make like the one thing about the show that I always say is like it's like a one sentence thing where it's like if you feel like a weirdo and you don't belong. Like this show should somehow help you understand gain confidence or somehow understand so that's so that was one thing in comedy that i wanted to do was make a show like that so i've done that already uh now the goal is just to keep it going because every like 30 seconds it's a lot of stress so i just want to like throw it away right right (laughs) so what does it actually consist of though um so the show is yeah so it's half men half women everybody gets um either seven to 15 minutes of time okay uh we go through comic stuff uh, I, my co-host is Connor Mead, who's another great Detroit comic. Her and I uh, shoot the shit and answer questions and just kind of goof around at the beginning. And then uh, we go on with the show. Have you ever been to the Sellerman show? Sellerman's? No. No. I haven't. Okay. Where is that at? Uh, it's in Hazel Park. It's okay. hosted by John Mahar and Alex Bazanovic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I know Alex. Yeah. Two great dudes. Yeah. Uh, so that it's kind of similar to that show because they're both at meteries. 
But the one thing with my show is that like I have to make it half men, half women, that sort of thing. <clears throat> right. It was like our one. And it's in Ferndale, so we thought like That's a perfect spot yeah, for that. A it, perfect yeah. spot for yeah. that. And there wasn't any show like that there. And there's not that many shows like that in general, except for uh Quicks Women and Queers, which is uh Kai Quicks, she's another Detroit comic. Uh her show, which is all queer people and women. So there's not really like a lot of but our show has straight guys on it and hers doesn't. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. So, as uh, so, you want to build your show? Yeah. So build that. I mean, we've been getting like we've been kind of like maxing out the bar sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, our goal is to like keep that show going. Maybe at one point, uh, maybe move it, get it in a different place or something that we can like actually like record a podcast of it. Kind of like uh, put your hands together, Cam and Brio's podcast. Okay. In LA. Um. So do something sort of like that. And then, so that's that. And then I want to make another podcast, which, like I told you before, was me, a comedian and a scientist, and we okay. kind of chat. And then, uh, other than that, I would just be happy headlining sometimes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I would just be happy, like, getting together, like, 30 minutes to an hour and just every once in a while go to, like, the chuckle factory in right. like Boise, Idaho. And right. Just like right. So, so you would like to travel? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've done, I've done shows, uh, in a lot of different States. Like I, I've done like open mics, like pretty much everywhere that I've ever traveled. But uh-huh. like, uh, like we were just in Chicago, me and another comic were just in Chicago last weekend and stuff like that. So, but yeah, but I'd like to be like I'd like to not have to ask for everything and eventually get invited to some stuff. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I, I know the feeling. I know yeah. the feeling. I every time that I say, "Hey, can you be on my podcast?" I I revert it back and I go, "Hey, if at any time you want me on your podcast, go ahead and contact me." Yeah, I still have yet to get someone that it <laughs> is someone so, to talk no, to. No, it's, it's impossible. It's, yeah, it really Dude, is. Dude, there's so many things that like. People are like, well, you didn't put me on your show. Why would I put you on mine? And then we're in like this standoff. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't put you on my show yet because you didn't belong yet. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's like it's like a hotel room uh, scaries. You know, yeah. You're in that hotel room. You could go anywhere, but you just don't. You stay there yeah. for some weird reason. This whole weird holding pattern. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's strange. <laughs> like not to complain, but like this book. This week I haven't been booked on a lot, mm-hmm. so I've just been like sitting there and I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing wrong? Right, <laughs> like, right, what right. is wrong?" And yeah. then of course, like next week I'm gonna have like three shows or whatever, and it's not a big deal. But uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, even as 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 uh, well seasoned and and how much experience Jim Norton has, yeah. he still has certain things where he's like, "Man, I want to be like Bill Burr and saw Madison Square Garden." So Dude, it's always something. Fucking it's imposter. always something. It's imposter syndrome. Yeah, it's like the most insane thing in the entire world to me. I mean, it's like no matter how many degrees that people get, no matter how many or how big that they get as comedians or whatever, it's like they're like, well, they have a cooler presence than me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's always something. It's always something. Or why did Sarah Silverman (laughs) say that they're their best friend? Whatever happened to her? Um, she just came out recently with a. Talking about the Louis C.K. stuff. No again. shit. Wow. Yeah. Did she victimize? Uh, she said that he jerked off in front of her, but he like asked and it was funny and they were young and they were just being silly. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Okay. There's been so many scandals nowadays. It, yeah. It's hard to keep track of everything. But yeah, no, for sure. It's well, it's just like every every week you like 
Do you hear a new one? Yeah, it's yeah. like between scandals and everything that's going on with the administration. Yeah, it's very confusing. The, the weird part, though, is that the biggest monster that, that is in Hollywood was the first one. I mean, he yeah. was he was the one that started the snowfall. After him, it came out with every, you know, the Matt Lowers, the, uh, all of them, yeah. you know. And it's weird. It's weird that the biggest one was the uh, first one. So I was in kind China. Of. I was in China when that happened. And uh, for some reason, I read Harvey Firestein, and I know a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And he's, do you know who that is? No, is that another guy? He's like, yeah, he's, did you ever see Mrs. Doubtfire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the gay brother who's like make it, putting him in drag? I putting think Robin so, yeah. In drag? yeah. That's him. He's just like a fun, like, uh, Broadway actor yeah. or whatever. And so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, right. <laughs> not him. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Because they were like they they kept like making typos. I'm in China, so I'm not getting news that regularly. So for like a solid day, I was like, he seemed like such a fun guy. <laughs> like, yeah, why would yeah. he do that? Yeah, it, it, yeah. Some of them, it's it's almost it's nearly impossible to yeah. think to think that they could, like you'd never. I don't think that there could ever be a scandal with Ellen DeGeneres. Like, yeah, there's, there's it's just not gonna. Ha- it's it's just weird, you know. Some yeah. of them, it's just not gonna happen. And then some of them, yeah, just like, say, like Matt Lauer. That is the one that kind of got me. It kind of got me because in the morning when I would get ready for school, yeah. he would be on the Today Show, and I'd see that motherfucking face every day before uh-huh. I went to school. And to hear that all that other shit happened, it just kind of it deadened a lot of it. It's like, oh, that was. I don't know. He kind of always sucks. seemed a little broy to me. Yeah. Like he sort of seemed like he would. Kavanaugh situation really <laughs> good I don't yeah. know he always seemed like yeah that's but that's the thing though is I I have a fear of bros mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do well with things that are too broy. right what do you like uh more lunkhead more uh sports oriented more yeah. like all the manly like did you ever like hey I just want to go out and buy a gun I don't know why I, I just want to buy a gun. Well, I mean, that's if it's sport wise, <laughs> like I can understand that. Like, okay. like sports stuff, like I, I sort of get like I can't. Do- so, guys, this was a podcast with Mike Boone uh, due to de- technical difficulties. Uh, the computer fell asleep. And so there's only 26 minutes. So it, it will cut out. Uh, abruptly and i am very deeply sorry about that this will be a bonus episode but good thing i had another guest set up so there will be a full-length episode i am still working on the new setup i have a whole new uh microphone setup type thing so i am sorry about that and this song is some 41 hooch off of the does this look infected album so i hope you liked uh what i gave you this episode thank you bye
Bye.